0: Welcome to Ripe Fruit Creative Presents. This episode, we are chatting with Dr. Khalila Camacho Ali, former wife of boxing legend Muhammad Ali. We have a lot to unpack. We will discuss Dr. Ali's autobiography and how she forms ideas. Let's get started. Here is your host, Ebony Kenny. Dr. Ali, thank you so much. First of all, I just wanna thank you for taking the time to sit down and talk with us. I know you're on your circuit to uh, promote what's going on with you and we're gonna get into that, but I'm just so grateful for the time. I've watched some of your interviews and you seem like such a joy. So we really appreciate this
1: time. Thank you, it's an honor. I give praise to the creator for giving me opportunity to once be before uh, the beautiful sister ebony and working with um brother uh king and this ripe fruit creative presents i love it i think it is awesome now these are the things that we need to teach our children to write things down present them and and and, and put it in action and this is this is the results and thank uh, thank you so much for letting me come aboard to speak with you.
0: Okay. Well, thank you. We stand on your shoulders. You know, you have a whole etiquette day named after you. So we we stand <laughs> know. on your shoulders.
1: Thank <laughs> you. So, we need it so bad.
0: <laughs> we really do. You yeah. know, and and it seems like it all starts with an idea, and that's where right. we come from with this with this podcast and interview. We come from the concept of an idea, and you've had a, a few progressive ideas in your day. <laughs> you
1: know you know what yes and you know i thank the creator uh to he gives it and puts it in your head and Mm -hmm. and and you ask for something and it delivers through your thinking and your thoughts Mm -hmm. and that's how ideas are created and you have to you have to realize most of the time um and the good part, when it turns out to be good, you know that the creator is there giving you hints and and giving you things, it just comes to you. It just, certain things just don't come to you, it's, it's the creator's control. The original then, creator. Guys, the original creator, yeah. Always, he's always a part of everything that you do that is correct and and, and right, when you do something that's right. and. Uh, Because a lot of people, they get a lot of ideas that ain't right. (laughs) You know, you got to be careful of that one. So, so it's just just times will tell when you know it's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ideas are created from thought, from your thoughts. And, uh, and if you have a creative mind set, then, and you look at your surroundings then it comes into view you know to what you need to do that's that's how I feel that I uh create ideas or and you can also create ideas from observing other people's ideas you can branch off you know you can be inspired by that too
0: so let's. I, I love that. That's a great lead-in. So what? Let me ask you of some of the ideas we've we've observed. Devotion, devotion to a creator. I've heard you mention the creator a few times here. Can yes, you right. tell us a little bit about the idea of devotion to a creator? You know where that came from, and just a little about that. Well,
1: you know what? I I grew up a Muslim girl from from the beginning. My um, family uh, and my mother and father is very strong in their faith and when we and when we're uh, taught by them per se uh, before we even have thought uh, you get used to it and when it works for you and you feel comfortable with it then it you you create from it. So when the I, I feel that the Creator has created a lot of things and given a lot of people insight, has guided my mother and my father to guide me. So that's the most powerful thing that uh, you can learn from your your parents mm-hmm. is when they put something down to teach you, and you find that. That was a good idea. That was a good idea. And uh, and when you look at the rest of the world and you find there are bad ideas around and people don't train their kids, they don't get something from them. Uh, but pain and suffering and disappointment. Sure. And see, we all are learning and searching in this world. When we make our mistakes, we learn from that, even from that. And sometimes we don't get on track. And sometimes our parents are not fortunate to do the right thing or set you on the path where you need to go. Sure. So you have to realize then the creator is there to guide you if you don't have the parents. Mm -hmm. That's what makes him the creator because he's there for you when you don't have parents. So that's how we, we learn from that. At least that's how I share my knowledge of how we learn from that. And, and, that, and, and the create, you, that's one thing you have to always remember. remember. The creator comes first. You have to always thank him for the, the, the good thoughts that makes it comfortable for you.
0: And I think that strong faith, I don't think that's by chance. I think that Mm -hmm. early beginning you had, you know, set you up to have such a strong faith. So how did that model of your parents and that relationship with your creator set you up for the idea of love, this progressive idea of love?
1: (laughs) Well, (laughs) love is a big word (laughs) because love comes in different categories. They have different divisions of love. And this is so universal and wide open. Uh, when your mother and father tell you, okay, do this, don't do that. And it's because they've been there already. They've had the experience and but, but while you're being a child they expect it to happen to you but they want you to do it the way they did it because it worked for them and that's that's the best that they can do uh they will you will eventually find out your own way of handling it because you have your own life but um uh, just because you don't know, handle it the way they handle that that don't mean you're not doing it, you're doing it wrong it doesn't mean you're doing it wrong okay because we all are individuals we all think alike and we all think different because of the experiences that we had in the past as well.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So you yeah. talked about how you've been given the tools and you've lived and experience from what you've been taught. And then at one point you might choose to have an independent thought or an independent idea from that. So can you tell us a little bit what it's like to have this independent thought, even maybe from an African-American perspective to say, I have an independent thought or idea and I wanna do something different. Is there parts of your journey you could share with us related to that?
1: You made a split you made a statement from the afro-american uh, perspective mm-hmm. when I when I learned about things coming up it wasn't about gender it wasn't about uh, the color part of it. Um, Maybe it's because I was fortunate to raise, be raised with um, Islamic point of view. And when it comes to that, it has no racial bearings in it. It's just the way it is. Um, uh, if, if, if the ground sources like you, if you grew up as a Christian and your mother and father teach you from the Bible, then you know that they're teaching you from a good source. Has no do. It has nothing to do with your color. Right. It only has something to do with your source. Mm-hmm. And um, now, now to come the way you're talking, I can understand because there are certain things you must act around, even though it doesn't matter the color. But you have to beware. Your mother and father know you have to be aware if you say the wrong thing to a wrong person. And if you want to answer someone, you have to understand, always stay on the course of coming from the good book. Okay. Regardless. And this will stop out the um, racial racial part of it. It Because it has nothing to do with it at all. It doesn't. Even if you came up a slave, or even if you came up a, 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 a sharecropper or an owner of a bank, mm-hmm. your actions and your behavior should only be the same. It should never deviate from the good book. It doesn't matter. And, uh, you know, because, you know, we have these issues with the police department and, um, We are taught, right, where I was back in the day that the police department is a a company that serves and protects and they are, and they do fall under the authority category. So you have to respect authority. Mm -hmm. When somebody stops respecting authority, then it's those people who have of color that would treat you a certain way Mm -hmm. if you uh respect go by the book and just respect people who are in authority which you should always any people who are in authority or people who are older than you you know your your elders same thing straight from the book has no racial binding to it Mm -hmm. so if you say Yes, sir, officer, or some, yes, sir. May I help you, sir? Just as always respect. It doesn't matter his color. It doesn't. Whether he's a white cop or a black cop or a yellow cop, it don't matter. If you still go from that simple, good book and your mom and dad gave told you to respect authority, that's it you got it yeah. no difference thank you so
0: much that's such a great <laughs> reminder you know a reminder that we get caught up in those things and they divide us they seek to divide us so exactly thank you for that um all and- it's all in your attitude mm-hmm. that's right and you bring up this great point too about being out in the world and your community and then you know when you have to deal with police officers and other pillars of the community so, how is in 2021? How is working in your community an innovative idea? How is this um, an idea to pursue for people?
1: Well, you know, you know what the good book always say: love thy neighbor. Mm-hmm. These days, people don't even know who their neighbor is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't care. <laughs> you know. But uh, when I move, I'm just gonna use myself as an example because I can't go wrong in that aspect. Right. If you have a neighbor, you're moving in a new place, try to get your neighbors. I, I just moved around here. I just want to know who you are. I want you to know who I am. If you need any help or any assistance, just let me know. Find out who they are. Show them that you're kind. You're coming into this community to help and respect them where they live. And um, it, it it's not hard to do that. It's a very simple thing. Just as long as you know one of two neighbors. It, it can be one or two. You don't have to know every neighbor, but at least you know your surroundings and the people that surround you. People are more standoffish to stay, but kindness rules over all of that. Are you going to say, hello, ma'am, I just moved here. Just be kind. You're here in peace. Show it with your attitude. Show it with your response. People might not take a pe- uh, a pumpkin pie from you, but they don't know where you cooked it. They don't know if you poisoned it. <laughs> but you do go in and you try to give flowers or something like that instead of food, yeah. and just you know, just say I'm here. I'm I'm just coming here. Usually, the people that's in the neighborhood who's receiving people give flowers, but you could do the same thing. It doesn't it doesn't you know cast you off from doing it, but it just shows a good gesture. Yes, community is very important. If anything comes in your community that's not right, you should talk to the people in the community. Um, when stipulations and you watch others and you see something not right, you you go to that neighbor and say, look, I saw something that didn't look right. You know, Let's get together. Maybe we can get a community and we have a, a, a neighborhood watch or something. It's very nice to... Some people just don't wanna do that. They don't wanna get involved. But see, that's the problem. Sure. We should always get involved. Mm-hmm. I love getting involved in my community. They were shocked when they said, Ms. Um, Ali coming into a senior building? Oh my God, what's she doing here?" You know, you know. It it doesn't matter, and I don't care what they say or what they do. I'm just here to 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 let you know I'm here. I am here, mm-hmm. and if you need anything, I. When I came in the senior building, they would call me all the time. Would you fix my TV, my antennas. working, You know, and it, and it's so good to help them without you know, them have to uh, pay somebody to fix it.
0: That's beautiful. <laughs>
1: People living on the income, man. They, I mean, you got to give something of yourself sometime. Mm-hmm. Not gonna hurt. It's not gonna hurt. Bad. That's why I like working out in my community. I love that. I love that. And
0: that's such a small idea to help someone else. And and look how much difference it makes. Yes. Yeah. Um, small but big. But big. And so I, I watched a clip of of uh of a Nona Ray who played you in the Ali movie. And the scene when you all where uh, you all went to Africa and just it showed how politically minded you were. And yes, I was. Yes, you and, and had so much care and responsibility there. That's what yeah. I read. Is that true? Was that a true depiction of you?
1: Yeah, that was some of it. I mean, if you really wanted to see the real true conviction of it, you would be really happy. Uh the fact of when we prepare to go to these countries, um I I go and we always have some assistance from the government or from the from the from the presidents or the the uh, ambassador or the uh, person who rules the country, I, I I I talked to them and I said, you know what? I am very interested. I'm becoming to Africa. And I asked one of the guys, I said, um, do you have some kind of a tour for a safari or something like that to visit? The safari—I could see a safari or something in Africa. I've always wanted to go to a safari to go around the country. I want to see what their trade is, what they, what what the women make in the country, how they work, what kind of businesses they have, and that's all I ask for. And they will, they will outline you a tour and everything. While my husband's doing what he has to do, I would like to see the country. When I went to uh, Libya, I asked Gaddafi if what the women are doing, what the children are doing, what are they teaching them in schools? I'm very interested in how they teach their children in schools. And I, I've always been interested in things you don't read in the books. Mm-hmm. So, so I've always been a correspondent and an advocate when it comes to the women and the children, what they do with their time and their activities. Sure.
0: And speaking of books, I hear you are working on autobiography. biography. Can you tell us something Ooh. about it?
1: <laughs> that's gonna be a chick book for sure. Um, yeah. The working title right now is, and my post is going crazy right now because that's where they put pictures in there, and uh, so I'm gonna make it my business for next week, even though I have a heavy schedule. It's been a heavy schedule for me for the whole month, uh, year, just starting out, uh, trying to get this resolved. And I get uh, projects on top of projects. And sometimes you just have to make your mind up what's more in priority first and then go from there. But honey, it's get overbearing. So, And my working title for the book is called, um, the untold story, the real woman behind Muhammad Ali. And when I say the real woman is, um, the woman who stood with him during all the crises, all his struggling, all his pain. And I had to make a roadmap on our objectives. And, and I and constantly give him support because of, there was a very emotional time for him. And when they say Muhammad Ali went through this and went through that, he wasn't by himself. He had, he, I, had the, I had the same pains and, and, and problems on another court is to keep him uh, uplifted and positive because he just didn't know he was gonna fight again. And, and to go through all that struggle and pain of waiting and knowing if he was gonna to go to jail, it's just not, it's not an easy road for any woman. And, and I think I was made for that, to hold on hold him up. And I was there for that purpose and to guide him as much as I can, even though he was eight years older than me I was a little bit more educated and I was actually uh, using that as a platform to resolve an idea. There you go. An idea that I had to keep us moving forward. Yeah. And I, well, I think this is a great
0: time for that. I think yes, this is a great time for the title you talked about because women taking the um, initiative to support as a choice is, that's where the conversation is now. And and I think that's beautiful. I love that working title, you know? Not
1: only, yeah, not only is that, you get to know about women. Mm -hmm. I came up around a lot of strong women, devout for women, meek and humble women, women who supported their husbands stood fast they didn't want anything but happiness for their children Mm -hmm. until i met women that came after men's husbands because they came after mine Mm -hmm. never met no females like that in my life Mm -hmm. didn't even know they existed because i'm young but there are women out there to destroy your families. They target them. And you know what? I'm not, I'm I'm not gonna bite, you know, bite my tongue about it. These are women who are relentless, they're relentless. And you know what? Going after somebody's husband, I ain't taking that too well at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I and in my book, I'm gonna talk about those particular women and these are kind of particular women I try to teach our young children not to become okay. so those women who are going after other uh, wives husbands y'all, I'm putting a stop to you guys y'all got to stop that I love it public service Oh and- yeah, that's right and I'm tired of the of the trollop mm. whore homebreaker they ain't getting no publicity out of me because they don't deserve it.
0: I think we all want to learn from that wisdom that you have from having lived through that experience. Yeah, it's and now nice. You want to nurture the next generation. You want That's to help right. the, Absolutely. the next generation. Yes, so ma'am. let's let's scale out and talk about how ideas arrive to you. I heard you talk about going out and getting the tours in Africa, the education yes. and all of that. How do your ideas show up to you? <laughs>
1: you know what my ideas basically show up to me at first of all I try to pray five times a day I try to do the right thing I like I try to ask God to guide me um support me forgive me <laughs> have mercy on me that this kind of thing I do every day and um I I've conditioned myself over the years to do just that and 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 besides all of that, what outcomes with that? I re I realize throughout the years of my lifetime searching, and you have to realize I'm trying to search for something for me to guide again. I don't have him anymore to guide him, so I I have to come up with an idea, or something for myself to guide and and follow through with something. And the best way to learn how to touch something or come up with an idea that you can actually stand on is your surroundings what's missing what is missing in my life is i, I, I have, there's something missing here and when i saw about the women coming in your life messing with you, you i mean there's no playbook to handle that kind of thing. There's no playbook for it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I said, well, first of all, I I by being a Muslim, you know, I wrote I I wrote the uh, I read the, the the lifestyle of Prophet Muhammad. Uh, Ibn Abdullah and he was the last prophet. And so it says in our book. And um I found out that he had this character that was so perfect, so serene, so amazing to men all over the world and people who studied his life. And I said, wow, it's all about his character, why he's so famous for it. And I said, well, you know what? I'm going to have a mission to children to better their character so they can end up like men of Prophet Muhammad times, like men of Jesus the Christ times, like men of Moses times. These were great men of God and their character was impeccable. Mm-hmm. So if we need to have great leaders and great women leaders and great men leaders, we have to go to our children and teach them how to have that character so they can be better leaders. Mm-hmm. That's a lifetime worth of job right there. Definitely. So I figured that that's, that's gonna be my goal finding. Okay. And I set up a goal for that. Mm-hmm. And then I've always wanted to be an architectural engineer. So other than that, I just want to develop an institution or academy to teach girls mm-hmm. and boys Better manners so they can be better women, mm-hmm. better teenagers, better mothers, better fathers. Wow. So our our history of our people, mm-hmm. whatever people you are, mm-hmm. it it's it's for the whole it's for the whole human race. It's nothing to do with a particular people. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it would be so amazing to see our children grow up to be in a family or, you know, form, a family form, not living over here or living over there, uh, baby mama dramas, you know, daddies, babies, babies, no, that's got to stop. We have to put structure, balance back into our lives for our children.
0: What a beautiful, what a beautiful mission, you know, these It's hard, it's it's hard because you know,
1: everybody ain't gonna follow it, you know, but we got to get as many as we can to follow it. Whether thee, thy be Christian, Muslim or Jewish, you know, or you just ordinary, but you have to be a believer, we have to learn to teach our families to get back into believing. To believing in the power of the creator who sent you down books to warn you of famine and evil, because it's there, it's not going to go away, but at least we can get out of it as a family, mm-hmm. so we can leave a you know legacy for the family.
0: Yes, for sure. And that mission is so so important. Having that communication with Creator allows Absolutely. the discipline for all of the beautiful things, seeds that you're planting to come up. So, yeah. Um, so <laughs> would you say, so I'm sure the, that that mission keeps you up at night to whom much is given, much is required, you
1: know? Yes. So. <laughs> I not enough time in the day for me. I mean, uh, how am I going to do this? I, yeah. I only have a certain time to be on earth. So if I can get to enough young girls who think like I think, mm-hmm. it'll go on and on and on with or without me. Mm-hmm. But the legacy, I wanna leave the legacy for my my family mm-hmm. and their family's family and uh, and maybe it'll catch on. And hopefully it will. And if not you, who, right? Hey, somebody's gotta do it. <laughs> I feel good. To work on it, I know it's going to be a task, but it's a it's an ongoing task. I mean, it's almost like uh, getting up in in the morning, washing your face. Everybody's got to get up in the morning, and wash your face. You know what I mean? They should. So it's just something and you got to just learn how to do it better. You mm-hmm. got to learn how to see appreciate the beauty. That's you right. You know, it's 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 a beautiful thing, and I, I love doing it, and I love meeting people and touching their hearts because they touch mine. I know people cared about me, how I grew up and my par- parents and my grandparents and my uncles and aunts. And it, it's a legacy in, the, in our family, whether Muslim or Christian. And the Christians part of my family, they just have so many ways that I learned my manners from. You know, I learned these from my family. Mm -hmm.
0: you have a lot to share and so before we wrap up let me ask you about The Grid can you tell us a little bit about The Grid and that work yes
1: but you know what this is going to make it so much easier and my point is to I I was blessed to get uh, this project The Grid that is playing on Amazon Prime right now just go to The Grid and it's got five episodes up but the big episode is when They delivered me the grid as a project to better the grid, to show it, be more informative. It's a lot of human trafficking going around. Of course, you know, the drug trafficking never goes away. And it is to help. I help children in my community. I'm a little gangster, but I help my community. I'm supposed to be from Haitian descent. And uh, there's a lot of, girls missing from my community uh, through uh human trafficking and this is why that I have I think about the girls because the girls are so vulnerable and uh you have to you know do things that's going to keep you safe mm-hmm. and uh you know you can't take your mother and father everywhere you go but you have to always take someone with you at all times Definitely. just to keep your safety. But I love the grid. They had me to be on there. Matter, matter of fact, all the kids called me already Mama Ali. <clears throat> but in the grid, they called me Mama Soleil. Mm-hmm. So Mama Soleil is like mother of the sun. And, uh, and so by me working on that, then I start giving ideas and everything. And as I grew with my ideas, they just landed. Hey, associate producer, that's you, okay? You can still do that too. So now I'm not only um, an actor in it, which I love acting, Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm also associate producer of The Grid. And I'm so thankful uh, uh, to uh, George and Lee Carter and and Juice, who is my director. And I just want to do more. uh, Working on this film is giving me experience to work on future films, like for girls Mm -hmm. and for women. And I just want to be part of the woman in film. And I love it, you know, and I respect women who were a part of film. So, Mm -hmm. so, so what you got to do, my episode should be coming up pretty soon. Uh, so check out the grid is, is streaming on Amazon prime right now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Just look for episode six. Episode and I'll, six. Yes, episode six of The Grid mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime uh, streaming right now. But also, most importantly, I'll be uh, associate producer of The Grid probably for the rest of the season. So I have five more um, uh, episodes to uh, shoot. That's right. Well, we are going to tune in for Women's History Month, too, yeah. well, oh, Nick. I myself, yes. That's yes. right. <laughs> I love, women history is the most best history in the world. That's right. And women has been a part of this legacy for a very long time. And it's the balance of men. So when the men do all the machinery, the women do all the other stuff, mm-hmm. and that, that, that makes our balance. That's what makes our balance. That's and right. if you want to become an actress, Ebony, Mm-hmm. all you have if you want to be in my casting company god willing i'll be casting this summer for okay. the rest of the episode so i'll be yeah. i'll pick you if you're okay. good all right <laughs> i will work on my skills <laughs> yes ma'am, and don't forget to get that chick book that's you're right. the chick book you got because i'm exposing the, the those trollops
0: uh-huh yeah. I will. we'll yeah. be on the lookout for that and maybe we'll get a chance to talk with you again when you're on the circuit for that dr Khalila ali thank you so much so much gratitude for coming and spending time with us and we just really appreciate you
1: thank you ebony you're a wonderful lady you're doing a beautiful job thank you Have a great you'll weekend. be you'll be perfect in my casting company i need somebody no, like no. you <laughs> <laughs> thank you so no, much no